better than last time. Hopefully my sound is better than last week. No one complained, but it's also because no one listens. Uh, I listen, and I was really disappointed in the quality of your sound. I thought you were an artiste at this, but it turns out you're just another <laughs> novice. <laughs> 73 episodes in, you'd think I know how to do this by now. <laughs> you're, you're just a scrub. Listen, Thomas. I'm probably the best in terms of how sidekicks get, all right? I never take off days. I never have mental breakdowns, and I'm always funny. First of all, if you're listening with your ears, what you're about to hear is a podcast that's starting very soon. I hope you don't confuse it, because currently this music is the theme to a podcast. So that explains this, too. This is a podcast, and this is the theme song. To the podcast called This is a Podcast. 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 That's a microphone. This is a podcast. I'm Thomas Alley. I'm uh what's my name? <laughs> Jonathan Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. <the> one. <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm, I'm the best psychic. I don't know my fucking name. <laughs> First of all, we've talked about this already. We've had a just a distinct like like Freaky Friday where like yeah. I'm doing everything. I'm on you to get projects done. I've st- I've been waiting like a month to to for you to review a writing project that I, I wanted. Sh- to I'll be honest, I completely forgot about That's that. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Cuz if I if I feel like if I keep reminding you, you're going to be like, "Bro, yes, like I know. It's I'll get to it. Like we'll do it. I'm just depressed right now." So I don't remind you, but then I'm like, I know he forgets things. So no, remind him. I'd rather you remind me. Otherwise, I'll keep forgetting. No, just you're 27. Listen, I'm in a dissociating mindset right now. Okay, the world is just gray. I do like though, like while you're in this, I get text messages for like the same three topics. Like you're uh, just you're you're connected to the world still just enough to be like Bray Wyatt wrestling. Oh, that's like 90% of my hopes and ability to stay alive hinge on that. If it's not him, we're in trouble. And it's like 2K, and then it's like, yeah, I'm still alive. I'm just sad. Like, those are the three text (laughs) messages I'll get just to, like, remember. I've had to to talk to my girlfriend on my walks now. Unfortunate for you. I know, right? Like, I I need separation, (laughs) all right? Now it's just like, it's all her? No, I have friend. That's why has, I have friend. Has she, uh, has she, like, felt the burden of that or the no, weight of that? No, because she loves me, and oh. it's just like, okay, like, yeah, I'm here. Like, let's talk. Let's, because I'm apparently make her laugh. Or what's something. that like to not be a burden to others? I <laughs> wouldn't know. Me. I'm not convinced that she's telling me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I sit. I'm just like, I make a joke of it. But, like, I'll call randomly. Like, she gets up, like, two, three hours after I do sometimes. So, like, I'm already – I've eaten. I've done my morning routines. And I'm getting ready to get dressed and go for my walk. So, she's been up 30 minutes and her phone rings. And it's like, get ready for a two-hour phone call. (laughs) Yeah, that'll wake you up. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, so Jonathan's depressed right now. So, like, you have to take over. So, I'm going to talk to you during my walk. And she's just like, well, yawn and be like, yeah, okay. That's, and I'm I just mean, like, that's cool. I'm convinced that all the people in both of our lives have secret meetings about how much of a burden we are to them. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I just, I think my mom like will call her and just be like, thank God, because I don't have to hear from him. Like he moved 1400 miles away. I thought I was going to get some fucking peace and quiet. And here he is trying to 
have a relationship or something. And my mom writes letters to people in prison like, this fucking kid is still depressed? What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, that's an awfully specific thing to bring up. Listen, they, your, need, they need pen pals, okay? Is your mom writing like letters to people in prison? I no, but I, I'd like prison. to imagine she's that kind. I've I've known your mom a long time. And <laughs> I love her. But if you came to me and was like, my mom met this guy in prison, he's getting out in six weeks, and they're going to start dating, I'd be like, not surprising. Yeah, that's that's a believable story. That's on that's on that's on 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 par with the women in your mom's side of the family. Yeah. Uh, Again, love them all, but also in my top five of people in your family, like your dad's on that top five before some other people. (laughs) which one the drug addict yes that one and the other one like i i'd rather either one of them before your sister two of my top five is just my dad that's nice um i have a question okay it's it's gonna sound because like so last time we met we talked about past relationships we talked about well no we talked about past sex and the potential Mm. getting pregnant Mm. or having had gotten someone pregnant I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you on the other side of the field now. Getting have I ever almost got pregnant? Have, yes, have you almost ever? Been like, there's been a few times where I've shot a load and I've tried to stiff like stick it in my pussy to see what would happen. <laughs> but like a year would pass and I'd only gain a food belly. So okay, <laughs> I thought it was come in reality. It was a burrito. I thought I was pregnant. I treated it like that. Okay, not. I guess not the polar opposite, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, something of that nature, something of that nature. Have you ever cheated on a part? Like, have you ever been in a relationship and cheated or I'll even I'll cause like you don't get in a lot of relationships. So I'll, I'll extrapolate on it and like okay. situationships. Have you ever been seeing someone like not exclusively, but like you can tell that the vibe is like kind of exclusive, but you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna go fuck this other person. Cause I'm not officially dating this person and I want to fuck them. Uh, in relationships, no. In situationships, absolutely. Okay, so you are just as bad as Adam Levine. And <laughs> first of all, I don't, I don't know about that one. Just Have you seen as... some of the messages? Holy fuck, that body. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the best part of this whole story for me. <laughs> because, like, reading up on it and seeing the meme that it's become now, I'm just yeah. like, okay. So celebrities they're just like us <laughs> like there is no more like uh uh what's the word like upper tier way of hitting on a woman yeah there isn't like, like you're a girl sends you like a lewd picture or something like that we all say the same shit we're all you like the, fuck you're hot you know what the difference is and why it works for them why they have money <laughs> we do is that, not is yeah. that the key to all of this <laughs> yeah we, we are broke I Listen, mean, Jay Z only got Beyonce because he's a billionaire. I'm convinced. No, I think she could love him. <laughs> I, I'm sure she can tolerate him. I don't know about that. I so it's not, and that's not. So you're you're not a, a, a influencer or YouTube guy, right? No. This is my bread and butter. This is what I do for a living. I'm on the internet. Yeah. So there was another high profile cheater exposed this week i think i know what you're talking about yeah it's one of the four members of the try guys yeah i read about that who i also so i've come to the conclusion 
and I spoke to Stella about this, is that I think I'm psychic. Did you predict he'd cheat on his wife? No, not so. I th- so like you ever see The Shining? Have you read The Shining? No, I've seen okay. the movie. So I think I don't know if they talk about it in the movie. I know they talk about it in the book. Dick Holleran will tell uh, <laughs> his name is his name is Dick Holleran. <laughs> that is the greatest porn name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it sounds like his dick is screaming. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's Dick Holleran. Now I'm now I'm self conscious <laughs> about whether or not that's correct. No, that's correct. It is Dick Holleran. Okay, his name is Richard Yelling Thomas. <laughs> so dick holleran says in the book at least when he meets danny and they start talking about the shine where he goes everyone has a little bit of shine just some people don't know it so like danny he can you know talk to fucking dead people there's like this extreme version of it and then there are like these more minor versions of it where like you know people have dreams and they happen to come true or people yeah. think of a thing and it happens to happen like we things that we would chalk up in everyday life to coincidence but that's the shine so i have a I, and i started noticing noticing it about a year ago and i've been sharing my experiences with stella along the way when something pops into my head whether it's a person a tv show an event a movie whatever it is when it pops into my head it then begins to be like in the news and pop culture in some way okay so it started with i would show stella some like tv shows or movies that i haven't seen in a long time that i really really loved growing up so I'd be like, hey, let's watch this. And she'd be like, sure. And then afterwards, I like pulling up like IMDb trivia or reading the Wikipedia page. And I'll Google search the show. And there'll be an article from like within the last 90 days. It's like, ah, the reboot of this movie coming or this show uh, getting a, a one final opportunity for a final season coming in 2022. Like that started happening. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's kind of weird. Like I thought about the show, we watched it, and now it, like they announced fucking 6 weeks ago that they're getting another movie or they're getting another show. Then it started becoming a thing where like I would then begin seeing them in other places or hearing about them in other places. The most recent examples are one, um we watched a movie called uh, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, which is a 1950s comedy movie. Um, Abbott and Costello were um, like a comedy pairing in yeah. the 50s, incredibly popular. And they used to do collaborations with Universal Monsters. So one of the movies was They Meet Frankenstein. And by Frankenstein, they meet Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, and two of the three actors playing those monsters are the original actors from the hit Universal Pictures movies. Oh, sure. And so we were watching it. And she liked it. She enjoyed it. And then I'm listening to the new episode of Tell Him Steve Dave, another podcast. Don't you can listen to them. You can. But listen to us first. We're more important. And (laughs) they were talking about their Halloween episode coming up. And one of the guys in the show is like, well, I hope you like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, because a lot of what we're going to be doing is based on that movie. Ooh. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like we literally I list like we watched it Sunday. The podcast drops Sunday nights, Monday mornings. I was listening to it Monday afternoon. So within 36 hours of me decide like the movie randomly popping into my head and then deciding to watch it, a thing about it came to be. Yeah. Then I was watching the pretty Rob, creepy. Yeah, I was watching the Rob Zombie Munsters movie today. Okay. 
And so there's a moment where Grandpa Munster is flipping through the channels on TV. And for a brief second, maybe half a second to two seconds long, there is a clip of one of the Abbott and Costello Universal Monsters movies. (laughs) So twice in a week, the thing I thought about has entered the spectrum in some way, shape, or form. So my only response to this is... uh... How long's it been since you've been in therapy? <laughs> I mean, it's been like, you know, two months, but I've been doing this for like a year. So, um, so I was actually talking to her like a week and a half ago about the try guys for one reason or another. I was probably watching one of the videos and I was just like, you know, this one's my favorite, like in order, it's like Keith, Eugene, Zach, and then Ned is at the bottom of my list. That's how I know about them because you've spoken to me about them. Yeah. Yeah, So when I saw the news, I was like, oh shit. Like we'll be gaming. And since I'm ADHD, I have YouTube videos playing in the background. And a lot of the time it'll be like Keith's eat the menu videos or something. So I talk about them. So I, I named my try guys in order. It was Keith, Eugene, Zach. And then I was like, Ned, Ned's the worst. Like he's not funny. Like he thinks he is. He's just kind of obnoxious and insufferable. And then a week and a half later, it's like he cheated on his wife. Not just cheated on his wife. Yeah. Cheated on his wife with one of his employees Jesus. who has appeared on the channel and has a fiance of her own. Oh, God. So she was engaged. He has a wife and kids. And here's the fucked part. Like um, above like the generalized fucked part of cheating on his wife. His entire brand is built on I'm the wife guy. Yeah. Like he put out a cookbook with her. They appear in a lot of videos together. Everyone who talks about Ned talks about him and Ariel and they're this and they're that. It's the John Mulaney effect. Yeah, I don't understand that reference, but sure. He's a stand-up comedian who made a lot of bits about him and his wife and then went Mm -hmm. to rehab and divorced his wife and got Olivia Munn pregnant. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If Olivia Munn comes <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, he made his whole brand about how much he loved his wife and they was like, hold up, some Hollywood puss on the table. <laughs> yeah, but like, you, you tell me, if Olivia Munn comes across the table, you're saying no. Uh, well, I don't know. It depends on what day it is, what I've had to eat that day. It's Friday. Uh-huh. You've eaten a sausage McMuffin for breakfast. Okay. And it's around 2.30 at the moment, so you're feeling a bit peckish. And you had uh, rice and beans with chicken cutlets. Uh, I'm saying no. That's a heavy meal, dog. Oh, so it's contingent. So, okay, so if it's like it's a lace, <laughs> it ends up being a lace thing. Above yeah. <laughs> I, it don't matter who it is. It's just what I eat that day. <laughs> Do I have the energy? Do <laughs> Do I have the energy to put up with their bullshit? Like, I have to court them now. I have to come up with a lie for my wife. It just seems like a whole lot of effort. Um, So I I made a video about it um, because views. And I've talked about this, I'm pretty sure, on here. I'm not speaking from a place of holier than thou because I've cheated in relationships. I've cheated in situationships. I've admitted that openly. Yeah. Um, but like, I also chalk it up to, I think it doesn't make it okay, but I do think youth plays a factor into it where like you're, I think you're more likely to cheat between the ages of like 17 and 24. 
And I feel like those, not just more likely to cheat, but those are kind of, again, not excusable in that it was okay to cheat, but you can look at that and go, listen, I was fucking 22 years old. I was a fucking idiot. Like, I know what it's like to make piss poor decisions in my early 20s. I like it's you're fucked up for doing it, but I get it. Yeah. But once you start, once you're a fully formed adult male or female or baby, whatever, whatever you identify as, once you're a fully formed adult human. They, Did you say a baby? Baby. Oh, I was about to say what? <laughs> a non-binary person, a baby boss baby out here. <laughs> yes. Once you have formed that like you can communicate with people. Yeah. I don't understand the concept of cheating. You look at someone like Adam Levine. Adam Levine for a long time was probably one of the biggest rock stars in the world. I use the term rock star very loosely, but pop one of the rock biggest rock, pop rock stars in the world, right? Maroon 5 probably owned the charts for five or six years in between like the early to mid 2000s to like the tail end of like 20, 2011, 2012. Right. And then like fucking Imagine Dragons and shit like they, they were big during like the Coldplay era of rock music. Yeah. And so let's be honest, Adam Levine, good looking guy. Granted, he Adam Levine has tattoos like if he went to a tattoo shop and said, give me tattoos. Yeah. The Pete Davidson. Yeah, like just he has everything and nothing. It makes no fucking sense. Again, get whatever fucking tattoos you want. I don't give a shit. But he looks like a flashboard. Like, like he looks like when you go into a tattoo shop and those flashes they have on the wall. He just if you if he closed his eyes, you would think that that's what he was. Like you wouldn't think he was human. He could blend in like camouflage. <laughs> and so, but he's a good-looking guy. He's successful. Yeah. Like you said, right? Jay-Z, Beyonce, Jay-Z's rich. Yes, sir. Like, Adam Levine is a rich, good-looking guy. You know, people I'm sure fantasize about. You know, co-host of uh, critically acclaimed show, The Voice. Voice, and to a degree, you probably think. I mean, this this you know this could be my way in. L- listen, if I'm sitting here and like Kate Upton was in my DMs and was just like, Kate Upton's married. I think she married like a baseball player. Kate Upton hits me. Justin Verlander. Yeah. And she's like, ooh, damn, baby, that body. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Your body's absurd. <laughs> like, first of all, thank you, Kate. Um, I don't know how it would take someone calling my body absurd. Like, I feel like there's a better word you could come up with that. I Well, I, I, I just feel like he doesn't have an expanded vocabulary. Like, I don't look at fucking Adam Levine and go, yeah, yeah, rocket scientist. See, it would have been funnier if he used his own lyrics to hit on girls like some girl put a depressing post and he just commented she will be loved <laughs> she posts a naked picture and he goes i don't mind spending every day out of the morning in the pouring rain bro that with, with album girl with the absurd body that album is incredible yeah, uh, I, listen, his wife right. should forgive him just for that just, for that album. <laughs> just because some of this music misery sl- like i said even some of his later things like uh, guilty pleasure it's like nickelback like, it's guilty pleasure music. You know it's not great, but also, like, it's a banger. Yeah. I would... I don't want to say I would be the other man. Because that sounds terrible. But also, I'll be honest, to say, like, in the back of my brain, I'd be like, well, she's a famous supermodel. Like, I, I, th- I think uh, 
the public perception is often uh, guy or woman or, you know, what was the term you coined? They be. I didn't coin that. They be is a term. Well, they I've be. never heard that. Like they be, but they. I just I uh, when I, I used to call my friends Morgan and Jamie they bees because uh, uh, when a person uh, or if you know when a person cheats on their significant other, yeah. the common blame goes on like the other person when it should like solely rely on your partner. Your partner. I'm going to disagree in the part of that sentence, which was solely. So I think it depends. So there's two versions of this. And at least in Ned's, I've read more about the Ned story than the Adam Levine story. I've gotten the cliff notes about the Adam Levine story. There's also a bunch of stuff coming out that said like, she might have been an escort. And like, it might've been a thing where he was paying He's just like, supporting sex work at that point. Yeah, that's that's, that's actually one of my friends made that video where it was like some of the verbiage this woman uh, who released the the stuff use is like on Instagram you can't say I'm a sex worker, and a lot of the time when people you know ask us what we do or or like on the account you have to put what your occupation is when you have a business account. A lot of people will say, oh, I'm an Instagram model. That's not to say every Instagram model does OnlyFans or does sex work. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is a lot of sex workers will use workaround terms like Instagram influencer, Instagram model, uh, online content creator, because like I, I do that with like when I was going on job interviews, like, what do you do? I'm an online content creator. You want, you think I want to tell the fucking person who i'm interviewing with yeah show my dick on the internet i like, use pizza delivery man is it because in that one video you delivered the extra sausage pie you know what i mean i they didn't let me have sex in that video i thought no, they would i just you, you were the pizza delivery guy yeah. who walked in on the couple having sex and just sat there ate pizza and watched i wish as soon as i <laughs> rang the bell and the door opened i got hit with a lot of jizz in my face <laughs> The job like, didn't you, pay as well as I thought it would. You didn't bring the ranch. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy's just like, here's your tip. <laughs> of my dick. Uh, so with the Ned situation, it's she knew he was married. Yeah. And she did it anyway. He knew she had a fiance. And I'm he sorry. did it. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to cut you off for a moment. Yeah. Because I put, why am I staring at your nipples and you ignored it? Like, I was just actively <laughs> staring at your nipples. Your camera is just on your nipples, dog. Please move it. <laughs> I, my, <laughs> I didn't see that. I just went <laughs> to type a note while we're recording. I thought you just dismissed it. Like, why <laughs> no. is he staring at my nipples right now? <laughs> it's My phone is charging. Oh, so okay. on its side. Uh, uh, back to our regularly scheduled conversation. <laughs> Man, so here's a look behind the curtain, real fast. <laughs> I'm staring at Thomas's titties <laughs> while we record. I'm glad it's my titties and like not my crotch because yeah. I've been like fixing my crotch like every five minutes, and I didn't want you to think like I'm playing with my dick while we record. Well, when he meant he was psychic, he means when his left nipple gets hard, it rains. <laughs> <laughs> so with 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 Ned. And Alex, Alex is the young lady's name. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, it, it, it's so that's an instance where like, no, also blame her. Yeah, I mean, what, what I should have said was most of the blame should go on the, the partner. 
like it's it's very easy and public perception is to put most of the blame on the person that's you know being cheated with and yeah i guess they do deserve some blame but most of it should go on the partner yeah the person who decided to step out of their relationship which in this case both of them decided to step out of their relationships oh yeah then Um, both should burn in the eternal hell flames good bud do you want to stop talking about this do you want to like talk about your feelings or something like we can pause on here and we can just talk about what you've been feeling lately if you want i'm I'm good dog you sure yeah yeah, the listeners like they like when we talk about our mental health and stuff like you know Uh, we can make this a real moment of healing should should we make this a real moment i mean we can do you not want to listen it's up to you i don't i don't care uh here's something uh i i was talking to my jonathan's been cheating on his wife uh i've been with his I told my, yeah uh <laughs> i told my therapist you don't quite stroke it like my wife does i need to get out of here <laughs> listen uh, sweetie she don't put it down like you uh but uh you know what that reminds me of because mm. i do therapy through the phone and for some yeah. reason that reminded me of the movie her with uh scarlett johansson oh. never seen it um it's this dude who like falls in love with uh, this AI robot that's voiced oh, by Scarlett I think, Johansson. I think I've watched like a like a one of those things on YouTube where it's like a fifteen minute breakdown. At, at, spoiler alert! At the end, like she turns, she transfers into like a body that looks human and like locks him in there or something. I don't remember that. <laughs> but I might be thinking of a different movie. Yeah, that has um, to do with an AI who a guy had a crush on. Uh, but yeah, Wait, I was no, talking- yeah, she th- she wears like a wig. Does like she? to look I more know. human. No, I see, I've never seen the movie. I know more about the fucking movie than you do. I there is no what. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, her. Hold on, let me. No, not her. The rap artist. Yeah the the uh, the movie ends with a like the AI just like disconnecting or something. Okay, so what movie am I thinking about? I don't know, dog. You'd be watching some creepy shit. No, it's like the same concept except Creepier. the AI. What happened? It's creepier. creepier. Yes. Yeah. No, but uh, Ex Machina. That's what I'm thinking about. I've never seen that. Ex Machina has Oscar Isaac in it. It's fantastic. That's the movie I'm thinking about. Spoiler alert for Ex Machina, apparently. <laughs> yeah. My someone bad. Was, someone was like, all right, he's going to spoil her. I'll be fine. I got Ex Machina <laughs> on DVD to watch right after this. And here they go, getting it spoiled. I'm sorry. Listen, if, if it took you almost a decade to go out yeah. to Best Buy... And get a Blu-ray fucking copy of Ex Machina. You deserve to have it spoiled. And then they're just like, you know what? I could watch her. Nope, I spoiled that just you to know show what? Thomas you he know was what? wrong. Also, Brand becomes the king at the end of the fucking series. Ooh. All right, I'll just double barrel fucking spoilers out the ass right now. All right, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. You motherfucker! <laughs> Did he die hard? Uh, that's an unfortunate joke you had to go and make. You know, we tried. We had, we had a fu- we no no we had a fun bit going. Not for not every. I was just spoiling movies. Thomas, I am depressed, and if you don't laugh at my bad jokes, I will do something bad. <laughs> that's <laughs> weaponize that seems, my. Depression. That seems like a lot of putting what you do to yourself on me. Uh, yeah, if you're you a grown man, bro. You're gonna be 28 next listen, month. I learned from Kanye. You're be 28 in you... like a week, aren't you? Yeah, next Friday. Uh, yeah. I've learned from Kanye that if you don't weaponize your mental illness, you're not doing it right. Oh, so um, are we going to do a Jonathan birthday episode next week? Oh, uh, we can. Ooh, you have to. Uh, you have. Uh, I was, you're going to do all the work, though. It's your birthday. You do all the work. It's like Christmas. Jesus uh, does all the heavy lifting on Christmas. 
on Christmas, I didn't yeah. buy my own gifts. <laughs> so. No, no, but Jesus, like on Christmas, Jesus, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus's birthday, but everyone else gets gifts. Are you saying you have to bring I'm me like a gift Jesus? on your birthday? Are you saying I'm like Jesus? Yeah, I go on the record. Jesus, listen, all right. Contrary to what every white Catholic Christian on this planet wants to think, Jesus was black. Yeah, and we both so, have deadbeat dads. So yeah, I mean, his dad just like knocked up his mom and dipped. Yep. Honestly, all, you're more like Jesus than I than he, you, you might when you think about it. Okay. <laughs> also, you're all, turning 28, which means you're about to leave the 27 club. There's no chance yeah. you join. Uh, I still got a I'm week. A, it's a week. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I've been <laughs> pretty depressed. There's still a week. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to when I when I had turned 28, I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm not part of the 27 club. Things must be okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to eventually turn 30. I had planned. <laughs> here's you want to hear something dark, okay, about my depression. And I say this with complete sincerity. This is not like a bit. For years. I planned to kill myself on your birthday at night at 11 59. That's very specific on August the 17th, 2022. So people would find you dead on your birthday. Not even that. So I would die before I turned 30. Uh, so I wouldn't live to see 30. I, for years, that was a plan that I was going to do. Uh, I have something similar. Not that, uh, I, was, I had planned to do it on my birthday one year, and the month before is when I found out my mom had cancer. And I was like, well, can't do this now. God damn it, she ruins all of my fun. Um, but yeah, so as you know... That was um, a quality joke. Uh, you know, we, we try. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, She's just storming to your therapist and just being like, listen, I was going to kill myself next month. My mom, she's got cancer now. Now I can't kill myself. How selfish is she being? First of all, I've told that to my therapist. She did not find it funny at all. (laughs) This is why you need me to be your therapist, bro. Whatever you, they, whatever they charge, I'll charge like half as much. Uh, Talk to my insurance. They cover it all. Um, Listen, I'm going to get that doctorate. So I got, yeah, I'm a a doctor. Dr. Alley. Yeah, he can see me. I'll, I'll hook you up. Not maybe not as my therapist, but I can say you are like my dentist or some shit. I mean, you, be, you put loads could, in my if, mouth. If anyway. I started a fake LLC as a doctor, you could, could leave a review. Fraud? Well, no, well, yeah, probably, but that's not what I yeah. meant. Like you oh. could leave a review on my website as like, yeah, t- Doctor Alley, and like I, yeah. we can just make it where like, oh, Thomas, I have a headache. I'm like, all right, here's some Motrin. He he treated me for massive head trauma. It's and true. I caught an aneurysm. He's the worst. <laughs> Never go. I think here. you'd be dead if that happened. <laughs> it's not true. I think people have survived some. Can you? I think it. Let's see. Can now we're just we we. I didn't even get my mental health point. Right, in, you do that. While and we, and we, we've segued into can you survive an aneurysm? <laughs> you 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 keep talking. I'm listening. I'm um, going to Google this. As you know, uh, my birthday is not a time I'm particularly fond of uh i get really depressed around this time of year and so i was talking to my therapist about it and uh we uncovered some uh some self-sabotaging that i did that ruined my perception of my birthday and uh when uh it's been a thing for as long as i've known you i'd say well it it wasn't as i was never excited about it growing up but uh I created a negative relationship with it probably around the time I was like 19. Mm. Um, 
for some reason, some idiotic reason, I found this website and it was like, you write future letters to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And I did that. And it was just like, here's what we're going to do this year. Never accomplished any of it. And so right. every year on my birthday, I'd open this letter and it's full of things I didn't do. Right. And that can really fuck you up mentally. Um, See, this is where I feel like I'm a sociopath. Why? Because I would feel I would feel nothing about that. I'd be like, fucking stupid ass nineteen year old who thought he would accomplish something. What's wrong with this well, idiot? Well, I, I think that's how I originally looked at it. But as yeah. it keeps happening year to year, it yeah. kind of wears you down more and more. Yeah. I think I stopped doing this like two years ago. Uh, oh. I got the letter and I just didn't open it. Uh, oh wait, so, so I, hold on. So you make one every? You made a new one every year? Yeah, and it's every year. To, oh, I thought it was like you just the same you one. Save, yeah, you saved the one from when no. you were 19 and you kept rereading that and, one because that would be darker. That That's where the self-sabotage came in. It was like I knew how shitty I felt about well, it you, and I did it again. Well, I and, okay. Devil's advocate for a minute, though. <laughs> are you yeah. are you defending my self-sabotage right yeah, now? <laughs> partially. Because I think hindsight's 2020, right? You can look back and be like, yeah, that was probably self-sabotage. I think the inverse. I think... In the moment, and I, I guess I can't tell you what you're thinking or what you were thinking, but I feel like in the moment, you might have been like, okay, you know what? I didn't get this done last year. And yes, this sucks. Yeah. But you know, but I'm going to put in the work next year and I'm going to get all of this done. So it wasn't, I'm oh, writing no. this so I see myself fail again. It was, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it because I deserve to get this shit done kind of thing. And it just so happens that you're lazy and you didn't get it done. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think when you create lists like that, and yeah. what, I, what I did is I made them so obscure and specific where it didn't really a- account for life-taking in that point. Yeah. And uh, like- the next like, great American novel, more than Nobel Prize <laughs> this year. Like like one year I, I made this list and that was the same year like my mom got cancer. And I was just like, mm-hmm. well, you know, fucking that's that's a year right there making sure everything's oh, good at that um, well, you never you never looked back on it and said okay but this isn't because i am a failure this is because you know my mom got sick so i i, no, no, I mean no. i had to put me aside and worry about her you just took it as my mom yeah. got sick so i failed yep basically and nice. uh so it was like on a, on a year by year basis, it was kind of like I felt like I was letting a younger version of me down every year. And so as I talked to my therapist about this, she kind of pulled up some uh, car facts on me. Um, she she her first question stuff. was she pulled a puppet of a stuffed fucking fox out of her back and was like, hello, Jonathan. I know things have been real bad, but I think we should all smile. I think that's probably the most helpful therapy method anyone could do specifically <laughs> for me. Puppets. Yeah, like that would that would get me. I would you would I'd, trust you would yeah. trust the bag fox. I would like, be an optimistic. <laughs> bag fox uh, wouldn't hurt me. He loves me. And then one day he turns on me and it's just that's the day I snap. Um, <laughs> that's the one thing that eventually leads to your killing spree. <laughs> There's a, a weird movie in there somewhere. Um, well, I would love to write it, but, you know, you never <laughs> sit down and work with me. So um, so my therapist, she pulls out the Carfax. She pulls out this digital file on me she has. And she asks me, uh, when do pictures I... pictures of you sleeping at night <laughs> from your closet. 
with a sniper aimed at me. <laughs> She's just like, all right, Jonathan, this is what you look like when you're sleeping. It's so peaceful, isn't it? Do more of it. You'll wait be till fine. That, wait till that insurance cuts off. You're dead. <laughs> you're so beautiful when you're sleeping. Mm. That, oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, there's probably male therapists who are like that. There's a, was it that well, Seinfeld? I'm sexist the- about it. I'm sure there's creepy female therapists, too. Well, I was thinking specifically to the Seinfeld episode where Elaine's therapist falls in love with her and she has to tell him that she's dating Kramer instead. Great episode. I would have fallen fallen in love with Julia Louis-Drivers too. Same. Uh, Them dance moves. Yeah, um, except her character is now uh, dating a racist. Character or the real her? Her character. On Seinfeld? Because Kramer's a racist. Oh, oh, you said now like it's happening in the oh, moment. Yeah. They're, ma- they're married right now. <laughs> 38 of Seinfeld to sound. Um, All right, so, so she pulls out the Carfax. Yeah, and uh, she asked me, when when do I think we started meeting? Hmm. And I tell her, you know, it's been like two years. As she stops no, me, she goes... Even I know that. She, she goes, it's been nine months. Yeah. Uh, we started meeting in December of last year. And uh, she was just like, you know, if you're measuring your life in terms of your advancement, your advances and your steps towards success or steps towards happiness. I mean, in the beginning, when we met, you didn't even want to go outside. And now, like, you're fucking (laughs) way past that full on, like, social and shit. And uh, like, like we've talked about it before. Like, I, I used to I get into a similar bag, but medication. And you would, it's, I guess it's a thing where it's easier to give the advice than to take the advice. For sure. Because I used to get in my bag about like content creation when things got slow or things got bad um, or like feeling like, okay, like I'm, 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 I got a vanilla job. And to me and my brain, I'm like, well, that's kind of taken an L. Like I was able to sustain myself with not having that for like two years and now I can't, which my brain went, well, then I failed. Like I couldn't keep it up. Like whatever momentum I had is now gone. Have you tried a Bluetooth? I'm sorry. I I couldn't help myself. (laughs) This week's edition of the podcast is brought to you by Thomas's limp dick. Um, so you'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. You, you definitely, you know, things have slowed up. And yeah, you can't sustain yourself on on just being online anymore. But also you did that for two years. Like yeah. you could do that for two years. And just like there's a hiccup, which you're not wrong. Like my audience grows, has been growing more in the last three or four months than it probably had in the entire year prior. So there is still, you know, blood from that stone I can drain. But sometimes you just gotta fucking take a beat and understand what you have accomplished versus what you think you should have accomplished and yeah so hearing you being like yeah i didn't accomplish enough i'm like motherfucker <laughs> like what's wrong with you I, you have I a think, college degree that's eh. that should carry you for like another decade <laughs> uh i don't know like for when she told me that that was probably like the first emotional moment i've had in therapy um so that was cool and that uh that new perspective kind of helped me a lot with uh being less depressed and starting to get back to my routines that make me happier um 
but yeah, so I don't know, man. Perspective is everything. It's, it's I think very... you would benefit. I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but also it's been 73 episodes. You know how this goes. Um, <laughs> I think you would benefit. Cause I know you have a dry erase board, right? Yes. I think you would benefit from what I've been doing. And I say this only because not that I think like I have all the answers, but you and I, a have this almost identical diagnosis. Um, and we're actually on the same medications. Yeah. So I'm under the impression that a lot of our shit is similar. And we've, we, we've, the, the reason we're friends now is because we bonded over the similarity of our shit. Or could it be that us ago. hanging out with each other has given each other the meds? <laughs> we were both fine before we hung out. <laughs> yeah. I would, no, I can't, no. Cause like I used, I, I used to get in my bag when I was friends with your brother. Maybe it's your bloodline. Uh, it's possible, honestly. Because, like, your brother really didn't help me much. He, and uh, listen, all of my siblings have mental illnesses that are untreated. I'm you're the, the only, only one, one who's said. getting treatment. Which also, that's that's another accomplishment you have to give yourself credit for. Because I told you for fucking, like, once I started going to therapy... I was like, yeah, you should do this. And you're like, mm, no, not really. And then like the thing, like I said, we've said this before. You don't take advice from randoms. You need to, you, you'll hear it and be like, yeah, maybe. And then get validation from an expert of some kind and be like, all right, maybe, maybe this is the right idea. And then eventually you're like, yeah, Thomas, you're right. Therapy. Uh, same uh, thing happened. Same yeah. thing happened with the pills. Um, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? I think around the time where I started doing those things, I kind of just didn't want to accept that it was what I needed to do. And yep. I think there are very few people who can get through to my stubbornness. And yep. uh, the main one is probably my oldest sister. And mm -hmm. you know, anytime I'm really bad mentally, I retreat to her house. Yeah. Um, and I think one time when I was really fucked up, I went over there and she kind of brought up the point about therapy. And that had been looming in my mind because you weren't the only person to suggest it to me, but it was no, kind of... I am the only person that it mattered that suggested your, Was it your left toe uh, got a low code and you were like, oh, Jonathan's going to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a chill in my spine. I knew there was going to be a rainstorm and you were going to start therapy. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just, I don't know why I'm like that. That's something else I need to work on. I'm very stubborn and, uh, you know... You We're working progress. Me. You'll bicker with me over the most meaningless nonsense. Uh, I think that goes both ways. No, but see, okay, maybe in different ways, but it goes both yes. ways. Because, like, you, both of us, I'll say this so it doesn't sound like I'm attacking you. You don't, both of us, but mostly you don't like to be wrong. Uh, I guess. So, like, I'll bring up what I'm just like, this is a logical train of thought. And also sometimes I do think you do it to get a rise out of me. Sometimes I'm just like, you're like, it'll be funny to poke him because then he'll get upset and annoyed and it'll be hilarious. Um, which, yes, it is funny when I get that way. I'm like a toddler who, who can't get his point across and I just huff and puff. But like sometimes I feel like I'll like we'll be having a discussion about something, again, meaningless. And I'm like, no, here are facts as to why this thing. And you'll be like, yeah, but this thing. And I'm like, no, but that has nothing to do with this thing that happened. And you're like, yeah, but also this thing. Like, you'll, you'll, you, okay, no, you have an answer for everything is the best way to put it. Like, you, again, this is not me shitting on you during your depression. That's uh, what it sounds like, Thomas. <laughs> 
no but you do I'm, I'm very much the same way sometimes but like i think with anyone outside of your sister and even maybe your dad um not the crack one you uh, specify <laughs> it that. depends on how much crack you gave me <laughs> but you um just have a response whereas with your sister like you'll listen and kind of try to digest but with others if you just don't want to do something or you don't want to deal with it you just won't yeah 100 yeah. percent I don't. I, it's not my favorite personality trait of yours. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think it goes for uh, for a long time. I, I had this conversation with my sister and she was like, for a long time, when you were a kid, whenever you had an issue or you weren't feeling right. I had two siblings, as you know, I had two siblings who used yeah. to while out. So whenever I was feeling down, I never wanted to talk about it, which means I never changed because yeah. I felt like if I talked about it, like no one would respond because there were bigger issues, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I just got stuck in that way where, you know, I wouldn't talk about it. So I wouldn't change, you know? And uh, mm. that's definitely a cycle that I'm aware of that mm. it's pretty toxic. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I had, I had, uh, I had bigger things to talk about at therapy at the time. Like, how do I not kill myself? <laughs> <laughs> She's like the gun, put it down. There you go. You can't die without it. I, um, you, you know what's really fucked up? When people, when I used to make jokes like that, it wouldn't be like gun or knife. I used to try to come up with absurd creative ways because I was like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to I'm gonna make someone's day with the way I... It's going to be comical and stupid, but also probably a little bit sad. It's going to be like the TV show... Fucking life. It would be like the TV show Baskets. You ever seen it with Zach no. Galifianakis playing a sad clown? No, but it sounds right up my alley. Yeah, watch it. It's on Hulu. Okay. What's the difference between... Hold on. Peanut butter how and do, jam? I can't peanut doc- butter my dick in your ass. No, no, no It's jelly and jam. Because you they're sure similar. I'm pretty sure it's jelly and jam. Because they're similar and like thusly different. What's the difference between peanut butter and jam? Yeah, they're two different fucking foods. No, they're not. First of all, I'll have you know. One's made of grapes, one's made of nuts. Foods. Yeah. Okay. What's the difference between a ruptured and unruptured brain aneurysm? Uh, ruptured aneurysm sometimes calls it called a brain bleed is when blood breaks through the aneurysm wall and starts bleeding. This causes severe symptoms such as very painful headache like you've never felt before. That's a very medical diagnosis. It's so painful like you've never felt before and requires immediate care. With rapid expert treatment, patients can often recover fully. So, yeah. An unruptured brain aneurysm may cause zero symptoms. People can live with them for years before detection. If a brain aneurysm is unruptured, no blood is broken through the walls. This means the balloon in your blood vessel remains intact. Uh, Once a brain aneurysm bleeds or ruptures, it requires immediate medical care in in a medical center designed to handle emergencies. If you think you're experiencing a ruptured brain aneurysm, call the doctor. So I guess you can, in theory, survive it, but with very quick... Wasn't it... um, Who was it? Uh... There was an actor, yeah, Amelia Clark, Daenerys from uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. She had uh, she had aneurysms and she survived. She had two, yeah, so, yeah. But she died in the series finale of Game of Thrones. Spoilers. <laughs> now you all know how it ends. Just you don't need to watch the shitty eighth season. Uh, but yeah, she had two. I remember she had like written a whole article about it, and she now does like a charity foundation where, like, they help people who go through this. 
Okay, hold on. So what is this about? Okay, so there's an article here about Shaq. Shaq had an aneurysm? No, he cheated. Um, Shaquille O'Neal is Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Shaq cheated? Not not recently. Shaquille O'Neal isn't going to give Aimi Odoka an assist here. Is that... That's a oh, that's a yeah, that's the coach from the Boston Celtics. He got uh, suspended for the whole next upcoming season because he slept with female staff members of the Boston Celtics team. Oh, okay. So, so Shaq said, "I was a sh- serial cheater." The former NBA star who split from his wife Shawnee O'Neal in 2011 shared in the latest episode of the Big Podcast with Shaq. It would be crazy and blasphemous for me to go hang it and say, "Boom, boom, bam!" I can't do that. Um, which also means he has nothing to say, well, almost, about Adam Levine's recent scandal with Instagram model Sumner Stroh. I'm also going to pull... Also, listen, if I was a if I was a female and uh, Shaq slid in if. my DMs... Uh, listen, right now, Shaq slid in my DMs. Like, I'm curious. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, I just want to see it. Yeah, I, I take that, that uh, big BBC leap of faith. Okay, listen. I'm looking <laughs> at Sumner Stroh right now. Uh huh. And again, interest of transparency, everyone's Wait, definition. Spell her name. I'm gonna Google her. S U M N E R, and the last name oh. is S T R O H. Yeah, you're not gonna have to look for it for very long. Uh. She's okay. First of all, Jesus. First of all, she does in fact have an OnlyFans account. Um. So she is in fact sex worker. Um, yeah. Which you can subscribe to for free, apparently. So it might be one of those things where it's like, uh, like PG thirteen, like it's not necessarily NSFW stuff. Because honestly, when you have almost half a million Instagram followers, you can create an OnlyFans account and post almost nothing, and you'll rack money in. How does that work though? If it's free, because you can sell things. You can oh. put up a, a, a was it a picture set, for example, and be like, yeah, five dollars. And if you have fucking 3,000 people and all of them buy it, you made 15 grand. Okay, Um, that makes sense. But looking... Okay, you've known me... Well, you've known me long enough to know. I can't stand... This is not to say Sumner is a basic bitch. But I can't stand a basic bitch. (laughs) Basic here meaning... Someone like a woman who just looks like everyone. First of all, yeah. she's, she's a Texas alum. So maybe I can just run down and say hello. But she looks like a lot of women I've seen before. And it's not uh, to say it's, un- it's unattractive. But for me, it lacks being unique. But here, here's where it's smart, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Let's say one woman gets this insane amount of popularity, gets riches off of something. Yeah. It, it, as a, from a business sense, I don't ethically agree with it because yeah. it, a lot of people alter their bodies in ways that could be harmful. But yeah. uh, from a business sense, changing their appearance to something similar and reaping that same fan base to get those oh, yeah. same riches. Get your out. fucking bag, 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying for personal taste. Yeah. Like, we'll watch wrestling, right? I'm, I'm and sorry, like, Sumner. You don't have a chance over here. This is a <laughs> podcast. We'll deny you. Listen, all right? We don't stand people who try to ruin marriages, yeah. okay? That, that we, body only is if we not are the absurd. One. <laughs> I've seen that body several times, okay? <laughs> absurd implies new. Um, 
I'm not body shaming this person, just to be clear. She's yeah, she's attractive as hell. She just, is an attractive person, just doesn't it doesn't interest me. She she don't get Thomas's juices flowing. That's all it is. And she doesn't have to get my juices flowing. She's not trying to. I just it's not my taste. You know who gets but, Thomas's juices flowing? His girlfriend. Shout out her. Kat Von D. That's um, your girlfriend? I, no, I can just name a bunch of people. Like, you no, went straight no. for the nice Listen, thing. Listen, man, I, I was, can, yeah. <laughs> I can just rattle off a pe- bunch of people who are my girlfriend. I, I was just, you know, I was trying to be good guy Johnny over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be a good time Tommy. Yeah, you know, you know I'm, I'm trying to give the homie a shout out over here. <laughs> but, so, like, we watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And so, like, again, in the just... Listen for 30 fucking seconds before if anyone has to send a tweet or a fucking comment somewhere. I am not saying anyone is unattractive. Everyone has their own definition of what they view as attractive. I can say this this is what I'm saying. I can say objectively these are attractive people, but I can say for me subjectively, I don't find them attractive. There we go. That's a good way to phrase that. Thank you. So we'll watch wrestling and you'll see people like Liv Morgan, um, Maurice, like a bunch of people that you'll tell me like, hey, fine as hell. And I'm like, yes, attractive, but also all look the same to me. That's that's my type. My type is if I walked into a grocery store, I want 12 other women to look like my partner. <laughs> I, I want to go to like the melon section. You know how you like look at melons and like there's 12 of them that are the same. So you put them all in your cart. I want that, but women. <laughs> so but i'll look at someone like nikki cross yeah and i'm like nikki cross an extremely attractive woman to me that is i would prefer someone like nikki cross over something like you know i look at indy hartwell and i'm like indy hartwell is incredible listen we can we can agree and I, and I know i know you feel this way about some of the people i've dated previously and you don't think they're particularly attractive not because they are ugly but because they are not your taste yeah preference is everything in dating but we all know, we both know I was fucking swooning. Like, listen, well, I'll, I'll say names and as much as like no one's going to know who they are. Like Jen. Jen's a good example. I swooned for that girl. But yeah. I understand by the standard of most people, she would not be considered aesthetically attractive for me. I thought she was gorgeous. I thought she was sexy as hell. So like it's, it's different for everyone. But it reminded like, me of that video where the dude stands up in the bus and screams, she's very gorgeous to me, or she's very <laughs> beautiful to me, something like that. But I don't, I guess, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand now the concept of cheating anymore. Away from your depression, back onto what the fuck I was talking about, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Look at me, <laughs> taking up time with my depression. Like, God. how dare you? Listen, it's not all about you. The world doesn't revolve around you, Jonathan. <laughs> You selfish prick. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Like, I I don't get it. Like, I can't put myself in the headspace of it where if I, I guess maybe it's a power thing. Maybe it's like a taboo thing. I don't know. But if I look at my partner and say, yes, I find you attractive, but I also find this person attractive. And yes, I want to date you, but I want to sleep with them. That's a conversation. Yeah. You go to your partner, you say that. If they react A, shittily and viscerally, it's not a relationship you should be in. Congratulations, you have your answer. 
if they say it's not something they're interested in and having an open relationship or a polydynamic, whatever it is, congratulations, you have your fucking answer. The relationship should end so you can pursue something you're looking for. And if they say, yeah, sure, just you know, keep me looped in. The relationship sure... should end because she's going to stab you while you sleep. Yeah, that's all just a facade. She wants you to think that she's okay with it so she can lower your defenses. But like that's like if she says, yeah, sure. And like you sit there and work out the logistics of that. Then congratulations. Here's some cake and you can eat it too. But it's beyond (laughs) it's beyond me to be like. I want to do this. Like if, if I sat here and looked at my partner, if I looked at Stella and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is necessarily going to work anymore. And it, that would suck a hundred percent, but all it also makes no sense to drag it along. We're fucking adults. Yes, it is sad. Yes, we will be sad. But I've broken up with a lot of people that I was sad about breaking up with. And Hey, look, I survived. And like, I'm not thinking about who they're fucking right now. I'm not caring who they're fucking right now or if they're fucking right now. Must be nice. (laughs) She's still beautiful to me, Thomas. (laughs) I loved her. Yeah, it just, it's lost on me. Do do you find, is there any situation when you just be like, yeah, I I might cheat on someone? Oh, no. That's a, that's like a, a real big thing for me i would immediately end the relationship when i i couldn't imagine doing it to what if you were again. madly in love with them and wanted to stay in the relationship but knew they would say no about the open thing so but you're like i want to stay in this relationship I don't if i want if i wanted to cheat or sleep yeah. with someone else and yeah like I if you're just like enough. like you just so you let's say you're dating fucking heather you guys have been together for three years. You and Heather are very happy. Maybe you and Heather live together. You're head over heels in love. You're feeling things that your uh-huh. therapist told you you'd never be fully functionally able to feel ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you, what do you think you, is my therapist, Dr. Evil? <laughs> <laughs> you broke it through the glass ceiling and you are in an insanely loving relationship and you love every moment of it. But you're at a bar one night, girl hits on you. She's attractive, and but you... You don't want to break up with your partner, but also you're like, wow, she's hot. I would like to know what her insides feel like around my pee pee. Uh, <laughs> Is any part of you just like, okay, I'll, I'll pose it this way. If you could cheat and no one would ever find out about it, 110% guaranteed your partner never finds out. No one ever finds out. The only people who will ever know are you and her. Not no. even her. She doesn't know you're in a relationship. She doesn't. Oh, I thought you were going to say she didn't know I cheated <laughs> with her. I was about to say, what in the Bill Cosby is going on here? No. Like, she doesn't know you're in a relationship. So the only person who will ever know that you me. had sex with somebody else is you. I don't think so. I There's think me. the guilt would eat me alive. Again, this is why I feel like I'm a sociopath. <laughs> I, I listen, I'm a, a very guilty person, and it doesn't hit me immediately, but it hits me like years later like she could be you know three years have passed and she's giving birth to my kid one day and as soon as he pops out i'll just be like i remember when my dick popped out that other girl <laughs> <laughs> See, this is where like i don't and maybe it's a defense mechanism we can get into my mental health too like maybe it's like a like a brain thing for me like i don't feel bad about most things like I... if i if i upset you 
or if I hurt you in some way, or like I got you angry at me in some way, I would feel guilty about that because it's never my intent to do that. You're my friend. You're someone who I would sh shut up for a minute, but you're someone who I would enjoy being in my life for the rest of my life. So gross, I... <laughs> gay. So <laughs> he's like, yes, Jonathan. Yes. So if, if I did something to hurt or offend you, I would feel bad. Yeah. Because I don't want that. If I did something to hurt or offend my partner, I would feel bad because that's never my goal. But if I did something to hurt or offend a fucking stranger on the street that I have no knowledge or anything like that for, I don't give a fuck. If you're upset, stop being stupid and I wouldn't treat you that way. Like I'm going to treat people. I'm going to treat stupid people stupid. So if you're acting stupid, you're going to get treated stupid. And if you don't like that, stop fucking being stupid. I won't do that to you. I mean, so in my head, it interprets as if no one's getting hurt, then I have no guilt. I don't know. Uh, if yeah, no I, one I care about is harmed, then I feel no guilt. I, I wouldn't be able to escape the thought. Maybe it's because I'm just not very good at hiding things from people. I'm um, great at it. Yeah, I, I kind of suck at it, um, which is probably why I go MIA, because I'd be like, I, you know, it's easier if I just disappear than I pretend <laughs> I, nothing's wrong. Yeah, I don't know how to put a smile on. Again, yeah. this is why I think I'm, I'm a sociopath sometimes, because I'm just like, I'm just approximating what humans act like listen we're all sociopaths in different ways i say i feel guilty about this but i mean there are very many people in my life who believe one day i'll snap and murder someone so i mean i am one of those people well <laughs> which i never understood because i i barely show any anger which i guess makes sense because it's probably everyone just thinks it's all pent up yeah <laughs> that's when you're gonna fucking murder someone yeah. see here's the thing too i when I'm going to start this by saying I don't dislike women. I know you're going to say, Thomas, you hate women. You know, uh, this statement brought to you by feminist Tom. <laughs> I don't dislike women. I have a disdain for all genders and lack thereof. First, first of all, equally across the board. I dislike I everyone. I want to get you to a women's rights like a summit and you give a speech that starts with, I want to start this with, I don't hate women. <laughs> like that's the equivalent. Me saying that to a group of women is the equivalent of me going up to a group of POCs and being like, listen, I don't see color. <laughs> you just got to do the black power song. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, I don't dislike, because I know I get aggro over stupid shit. Yeah. I like Amy Schumer. I'm just an article popped up about the Adam Levine thing on my screen. I like Amy Schumer. I've always I, thought Amy Schumer was funny. Uh huh. But she's tapered off in terms of like what I find funny. Um, and I might just be more of my tastes in comedy change. Oh, no, I, I agree. I watched uh, the first episode of her Hulu show and yeah. I, I did not find it funny. No, but you know, I just I, I think she's become a bit of a like there's comedy is subjective. There are people who have the spools of thought where nothing in comedy should be off limits. Yeah. I'm somewhere in, in the middle of that. Like, I think certain things maybe. And that's that has something to do with like, like, I don't think white comedians should be making black jokes. And I only feel that way because there is hundreds of years of like blackface and just systematic racism. So I'm yeah. like, that's not OK to do because there is a whole history of it. But I think other things are fair game. And if you don't think they're funny, then 
don't think they're funny. You also have the complete right to voice your opinion on you not thinking they're funny or thinking it's a problem, but it doesn't make you right. I think the Amy Schumer effect is very similar to the Kevin Hart effect. They got really rich and it just seemed like they stopped trying. Yeah, it it seems like a lot of phoning it in. It seems like a lot of her comedy was designed to be controversial in the beginning. And it was. And that's what people liked. Yeah. And then you get name value and you just fucking live off that. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, But so she was on Kimmel, apparently, Monday night. And so she asked, uh, Jimmy asked her, hey, hey, how, how you been? What you been up to? And she goes, I've just been mostly kicking it with Adam Levine. And then everyone laughed. And then Jimmy goes, oh, have you? And I'm assuming your husband's okay with that. And she goes, he totally respects my choices. Let's flip the script for a minute. Yeah. Amy Schumer cheated on her husband. Or attempted to cheat on her husband. Adam Levine is on Kimmel. And Adam Levine goes, yeah, you know, I was just been hanging out with Amy Schumer. You know what I I mean? Just chilling. That's not... I, I that, think it defends. Wait, I think to play devil's advocate here, I think it depends you? on who it's coming from, right? Because mm-hmm. Adam Levine saying it would seem out of character. He's a singer. Amy Schumer saying like that, something like that. I mean, it makes sense in her realm of work. She's a comedian. Is it right or wrong? I mean, I don't fucking know. That's your choice. But I mean, it makes I, sense in her line of work. Okay, so fucking Kevin Hart gets on fucking Kimmel and says not much hanging out with Amy Schumer. I think you'd get the same reaction from the crowd. The crowd, yes. I think the greater audience shits on Kevin Hart. I think online you see people being like, wow, can you believe Kevin Hart's coming at Amy Schumer like that? I wow, mean, can you believe he's I, making light of this situation, which should be very personal and they should be handling it. In I house. don't I don't necessarily know that that's to be true, because when you cheat like in, in the media, you become the villain. Right. So Adam right. Levine cheats. He's the villain. Amy oh. Schumer cheats. She's the villain. So if Kevin Hart makes a joke like that, it seems like they're attacking the villain. I don't know Let's if see. they'd be out female celebrities. Like who what the fuck with big chins that's an awfully specific auto <laughs> auto completion there listen listen man get that off your history the fbi is <laughs> on to you <laughs> all right let's look at female celebrities who have cheated and uh-huh. no this is who were cheated on fifth 23 celebrities who admitted to cheating on their part okay Ooh, let's let's go down this rabbit hole we're gonna bit. go down this rabbit hole but then i was gonna also say like okay the whole Kristen stewart thing you're right she got shit on, but was she shit on because she did the cheating or was she shit on because one, it was her superior and two people like if her boyfriend was not famous, if it wasn't fucking Edward fucking Cullen, uh-huh. if it was someone like, like Adam Levine's wife, he, he's not married to a big celebrity. He's married to a woman he met and they got married. Um, Amy Schumer, not married to a massive celebrity, just married to a person. They're not married to someone in the industry. Cause when you look at this, so like number one, Jay-Z, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. So Beyonce sings about it on Lemonade, and what happened? Jay Z's vilified. Beyonce's a victim. Yeah, and like that's that's painted that way. Tristan Thompson um, cheated on Khloe Kardashian again. Celebrity, celebrity, well, athlete, celebrity. Listen, um, she has taken that man back who has cheated on her more times than I've ever had sex in my life. I mean, I mean <laughs> that's insane. Stay, staying on on in line with uh chloe kardashian uh lamar odom <laughs> yeah again but again celebrity celebrity mm-hmm. Kristen stewart again celebrity celebrity we talked about her she got vilified tiger yeah. woods like again so his his wife was a, a, was she a model 
I, th- I think the only way it comes across as wrong is if you bring the partner's name into it, which seems weird because as soon as you bring up the situation, you bring the partner up into it. But yeah. I think I think when especially when the, the celebrity is known and their partner is like kind of just a no name, uh, I think more so like. You know, people kind of see it as fair ground to talk about the celebrity because do you know who Adam Levine's wife is? I don't. So, like, making a joke about her would be impossible. No one really knows who she is. Um, Yeah, but I think the cheater is always going to be vilified in the media. So, I think think, they should be. I don't know if they always are. That's my my. Well, yeah, that's that's fair. But I'm saying, like, if if someone like Kevin Hart made that same joke about Amy Schumer, I don't think Mm -hmm. he'd he'd be attacked like that. Like, okay, Catherine McPhee, the American Idol person. I barely remember her being outed for being cheated, cheated on. But, like, I don't think she was dragged through the mud. She was cheated on or she cheated? She did the cheating. I'm sorry. Um, neither do I, but, I mean, were, were we paying she attention? Did she, cheat on, did she cheat on... Oh, she cheated on uh, Robert Kardashian. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Listen, listen. Chris Jenner is seen as an an evil supervillain. It's almost weird how much I dis dislike but respect her. I almost lost my shit because John Legend popped up, and I'm like, I'm sorry, did you cheat on Chrissy Teigen? He didn't. All right. (laughs) It was a person before Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen's a national treasure, except she has said some really fucked up things. Yeah. 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 It's like Doja Cat, right? We don't like Doja Cat, do we? Uh, I don't care. I, I stopped caring she's about she's c- celebrity stuff. <laughs> they're they're all terrible people. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I definitely feel like th- th- there's... This is not for me to be like, I'm a celebrity. But I have a monochrome of name value. Wow, Thomas. Your ego. <laughs> Keep it in check. <laughs> Jesus, Thomas. You think he's going to walk up to Adam Levine and he's going to say your body's absurd? I don't think so. Um, I think I have a bit of name value. Yeah. And from the onset, I said... I mean, not from the onset. You know this. But eventually, I understood... Like, I can't do that shit. I, yeah. I can't with people who either aren't. And that's where I, when I created kind of my blanket rule, which was if you're not a creator, by a standard that I constitute creator, it's my boundary, not anyone else's, then I don't talk to you romantically. I won't work with you. I won't get involved with you. Because if you are someone who follows me at the end of the day, you are a follower, you are a fan, you are a listener, something like that. And... It is unsafe for me, naturally, but it's also unsafe for you. Like, that's not to say I'm going to fucking do some fuck shit. But it's an unbalanced power dynamic. Yes. I'm sorry. Hold on. I didn't see this. And if this is... Well, it's on her TikTok, so I guess it must be true. Oh, we got breaking news? This is... this art. I mean, the video was playing and I paused it. This article is from yesterday. Um, So apparently, (laughs) Adam Levine sent her... A DM Mm -hmm. that read, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I guess he meant to say, he put a W. If it's a boy, I really want to name it Sumner. Are you okay with that? Dead serious. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) 
that's got to be the worst way to hit on someone. Hey, I'm a, I'm about to have a child. Can I name it after I'm you? I'm about to have a child with my wife. You know, the person I'm married to. You know, the committed relationship that I'm currently in as I'm talking to you sexually. Should I, can I name that kid after but you? Can I name so that? Every, every day it's a fucking reminder of the infidelity. And one day when my wife finds out about this, she'll fucking have a mental breakdown because her child is named after the person her husband cheated on her with. Dot, dot, dot. Your body's still absurd. <laughs> BT dubs. Your body absurd, though. I, I Listen. I need him to full on embrace this. I want the Maroon 5, your body absurd single. A hundred percent. I but like see look and this this article, I don't know who wrote this. Hannah, I'm gonna fucking butcher this young lady's last name. Yasharov wrote this on USA Today's website. Um, and I think this this makes a really good point. Um People are demanding answers to what perhaps should be a private situation are the ones who built them up in the first place. The fans who are just like, hey, we want answers to this shit are the fans who put them on the pedestal to begin with. Uh, also, as a fan, why the fuck do you care? Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I'm only talking about it on here because I wanted to hear you admit you cheated yeah. on someone. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I know that's it didn't go the direction I thought. Yeah. But like there, there's something to be said about the obsession with celebrity culture people have because there's such like this vast emptiness in their life. Yeah. And well, uh, there's, there's the parasocial relationships yeah. that are developed. I think that's more so the case with someone like Ned Fulmer. I'm not going to say Ned, like he's my buddy and I know him on a first name basis. Yo, my boy, Ned got <laughs> my some... homie Ned. No, but like, I think that's more so the case. With someone like Ned, I think Adam Levine or other, and I say celebrities here, I'll, I'll, I'll refer to Ned as an influencer. Yeah. So we look at celebrities and they kind of feel out of reach, right? They make an album, you listen to their music. They make a movie, you watch the movie, but you're not really interacting with them in any way on an interpersonal basis. They are acting or performing in some yeah. way. But when you have influencers, people feel that they know them more because they feel like they're getting peeks into their everyday lives through Twitter, through Instagram, through their content, especially if they make things like I call it slice of life content mm -hmm. where I'm just like going through my day and I see something or I just want to talk at the screen and share it with people. Maybe they feel the same way. And to a degree, that's valid that you feel that that's what that person's doing. But I'm look behind the fucking curtain gets a performance. Yep. Like, I will tell you, 90% of the shit that I do on the internet is a performance. I will always say this. You get 10% of me. The 10% of me that I am willing to share. Also, it's it's weird because it's like people are obsessively, uh, you know, seeing shades of a person that just doesn't know them. Like, they, yeah. people get really obsessed over celebrities or influencers and they like to know everything that's going on with their lives. And like you said, they feel like they know them intimately, but yeah. that's a, that's a person who knows nothing about you. Like if yeah. you put, if you put that same effort into knowing the people in your personal life, like you'd be a lot happier. Yeah. So, so this is so, so the young lady who wrote this article says it, hold on. I, I want to say her name again. So I don't forget. Go check out Hannah, uh, Yasharoff's article on USA Today at uh, Adam Levine. Your shirt's NBA. off. Don't make fun of the young lady's name, Jonathan. Hey, Hannah, your shirt's off. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> Adam Levine, Ned Fulmer, and the expectations in mainstream versus internet celebrity culture. That's the name of this article. Um, so she says it here. While the content creator and influencer industry has grown exponentially over the past few years, it's important to remember the roots of internet fame are built upon the relationship between the creator and the viewer. Influencers have created a social community that's clearly led by a person or a group of people in the Try Guys situations, but there is a back and forth. People then want to know more about the individual and they trust and understand them to be really part of that community, which makes sense. Well, pardon me, which makes it all the more disappointing when an internet personality deviates from the fans' expectations, be it a product endorsement that clashes with their values, the creator has expressed controversial comments that didn't align with the brand they created, or a relationship that was prevent- presented as more than perfect IRL. I had a person in my comments of a video. Um, I forgot. I was talking about something. I have a friend here where I live and she's a police officer. Uh huh. And she's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. I comprehend that a lot of police officers are shit heels and they do fuck shit, but I don't look at her and say, that's a person who does this because from everything I've seen, everything I've experienced, she tries to use her badge as in the way that you would want a police officer. Yeah, to use there the are there are people in there who, especially when this whole, uh, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement kicked off, who joined the force to bring about change. Yeah. And so I was talking about I talked about her brief. Oh, someone I said someone posted a video and I was like, oh, like I know a police officer. I can help hide the bodies or something like that. And someone in my comments said, wow, I thought you felt like I do and we're anti-cop. And they unfollowed me. Which, fine. Like, again, your beliefs don't align with my beliefs. You're yeah. under no obligation to follow me anymore. However, I think that's fucking stupid. Listen, as a person of color. Yeah. They were not, emer- by the way. Oh, it, as a person of color in an emergency. Like, you know, who the fuck am I going to call Captain that- Planet? <laughs> yes, that's my point. Someone's like- robbing me at gunpoint. Wait, you won't believe who that is. <laughs> Earth, fire. Wind, water, heart. Like. <laughs> That's such a like 90s joke. Yeah, there's there's like 12 people listening who are like, oh yeah, I get that. It's a quality one. He was the superhero that hated litter. Um, <laughs> I'm getting mugged and he just lands on the floor. Hey, pick that cup up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a gun on me. Pick it up or I'm going to pull one out myself. Pick the cup up. He's just like, it's not cool to litter and flies away. All he hears is the gunshots while he's flying. <laughs> he looks back down. Hey, pick that body up. <laughs> flies off. Like, I, I, like, the, the idea of like defund the police, that implies completely get rid of the police. Don't get rid of the fucking police. That's stupid. Yeah. But yes, remove unnecessary amounts of fucking yeah, money they- that are being put to the police that are. Like, you don't need the amount of police officers that a lot of cities have. You don't need the amount of money going into the police force that a lot of cities have. And the idea of defund it is take that away and put it into something more worthwhile. But to sit there and be like, oh, I'm anti-cop. Fuck all cops. Like, you know, was it ACAB? All cops are bastards. And it's like, again, I don't believe in the idea of all Mean that's like all. a that's like a stereotype though like yeah. if you I, think about how bad those are yeah like i i don't believe like i i always take the use of the word all with a grain of salt like when i talk to a girl she's like yeah all men are shit i'm like yeah i know you don't mean all men 
I don't yeah. feel the need to sit there and scream. Not all men. Like I know you don't mean all men. It's always so the, I, the guys who are screaming. Not all men. That who are would, the ones? Yeah, it would be them. <laughs> yeah, like they're the ones. Like it's like with the cops. The people who are screaming "Blue Lives Matter" are the ones who are shooting POCs. Yep, those are the problematic ones. Like I. So when they're just like all cops are bastards, I'm like, I understand you don't mean all. But like that's a sticky wicket. Like you could tell, you could say, you could come to me and say all men are pe- mean men are pieces of shit. I'm not gonna do anything to you. But if you walk into a police station and say all cops are bastards, fuck the cops, and then like you walk out, walk a block, and like get assaulted and call nine one one, they're gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm a bastard. I can't help you. They're gonna be like, you know who you should call, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the like next Ghostbusters reboot. Who are you gonna call, Captain Planet? I need, listen. I think it's time we make a Captain Planet movie. <laughs> I'm here for this. I, I Again, think... you just have to sit down and be willing to fucking write something. First of all, me. you need to secure the rights. <laughs> I mean, who owns the rights to Captain Planet? I don't know. That's a good question. Who owns the rights to? I can't type at all, but the Google is picking up what I'm trying to put down. Okay, who owns the rights to Captain Planet? Okay. Captain Planet and the Planeteers, production companies, DIC Enterprises. That's Dick Enterprises. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. Dick Enterprises for seasons one through three and Hanna-Barbera for seasons four through six. Who owns Captain Planet now? Turner Broadcasting Oh, um, owns the rights of Captain Planet. We got an HBO Max movie. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, this is old. I was about to say we have a, we have a fucking Raven moment, but this is from 2016. Uh, apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio at one point was attached to a Captain Planet movie. Oh, I would have loved to see that. I'm listening yeah. to the theme song right now. <laughs> We're in the middle of a fucking show. I'm sorry. This just slaps. <laughs> Is Tom Cruise Captain Planet? Tom Cruise originally agreed to provide the voice for Captain Planet. Ooh. He recorded six episodes and then backed out for unknown reasons. When what a David coward. Coburn was recast as Captain Planet, he re-recorded the Tom Cruise episodes. I need to hear the Tom Cruise cut. Rele- hashtag release the cruise cut. <laughs> Let's see. I want to... Let's I want see to if see it's the... on YouTube, uh, Tom Cruise, Captain Planet. Apparently, Captain Planet's weakness is pollution. Uh... I don't think we can make a Captain Planet movie, then. <laughs> it's fucking everywhere. He's referred to... Wait, is he... What Wikipedia is this? Oh, he's the hero Wikipedia. Oh, God, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't <laughs> Captain Planet displays a wry sense of humor and often makes puns while taunting the show's cast of villains. Powers and abilities, history, and the beginning of the series, Gaia assembles a modern-day group of... Is Gaia as in the Titan from Greek mythology? Probably. Yep. Gaia is the spirit-slash-goddess of Earth. She is introduced in the first episode, A Hero for Earth. She is the third character to be seen or introduced after Hoggish Greedly and his sidekick... I'm going to pronounce this very slowly rigor through guy though gaia looks after the planet tears would you just call me (laughs) (laughs) i i i would want oh hey hey here we go um 
On July 27, 2013, that's nine years ago, Sony Pictures announced they are currently producing a live-action movie based on Captain Planet. According to one of the show makers, heart is the most important power used to summon Captain Planet as it represents cooperation and unity. You know if they made Captain Planet today, they're going to make a dark, gritty version. I need that. They're going to make the Zack Snyder Captain Planet. Listen. Where it's going to be like a dystopian wasteland future. Where, like, it's like Mad Max. Pollution and oil have destroyed the planet. And they need someone to come together. It's like, remember when they did the Power Rangers remake? And it was, like, dark? It's gonna be like that. Like, it's been 70 years since Captain Planet was here. And a couple of teenagers with attitude after detention stumble upon the Planeteer's rings. And put them on and just, like, it goes crazy and summons him or some shit. On the like, we have to give Captain Planet the credit where it's due, though. Started in 1990, probably the most diverse cast on television. Agreed. You had, yes, you had two white people. Because even in the 90s, they were like, listen, we need at least two. <laughs> but you had two white people, but you had a young, an Asian la- young lady. I don't know what form of Asian, so I'm going to say Asian. You had a black guy and a Native American guy. Like that is again, they, they said, listen, we're not just going to have a diverse sense of like the elements. I do feel like it's kind of like because like who was what? I feel like with like Power Rangers where like Zack was the Black Ranger and Trini was the Yellow Ranger. Uh huh. Like, you know, there was like underlying racism there. <laughs> so, also, like, I, I love how they do all the elements and they're like fucking heart. Excuse me? Well, Jonathan, heart is the most important part, as we've learned. (laughs) It represents unity. It's what brings Captain Planet together. It's gross. Imagine your entire existence being contingent on, like, five teenagers screaming out (laughs) elements. And, like, what what happens to him when they don't? I'd like to imagine if four of them get it right and one of them fucks up, he just comes in deformed. (laughs) Well, no. It's just legs growing out his mouth. That Rick and Morty episode. Have you ever seen the Rick and Morty episode? That's a Captain Planet parody. No. Oh my god! So like, it's like all of the Captain Planet kids, but now they're like old, crusty adults in their forties. Uh huh. And like, Captain Planet's a woman in this instance, so they summon her and like put her on like a tour to yeah. make them money. And she's fucking miserable. And when like she's fucking up, like they'll take her away by removing like t- deactivating their ring or some shit. Uh huh, and like it's hilarious, but it's also kind of sad because now I'm thinking about like is is Cap is he just like chilling somewhere in like a void by himself, <laughs> just like really like what if pollution what if pollution stopped being a thing, then yeah, he's never he's true. he's obsolete. Poor guy doesn't exist. Does he eat? Does he drink? Does he have a a dick? These are all questions I want the Captain Planet live action film to answer. What if he pollutes the world just so he can have some company? Oh, he's like. He's like a firefighter who sets fires because yeah. they're bored. Yep. Oh, see now, see now we got the dark, gritty Captain Planet We're remake. going somewhere. All right, and then he also he picks children because he's wear a pedophile. Yes. Bam. Yes. You know who stars in this movie? Your boy Kells. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a podcast. Do you think we should include a, a scene where he's just peeing on someone? While he's flying. There you go. <laughs> I believe I can pee. 
Oh, at God. least we can make. At least we're still allowed to make fun of some people. Yeah, it's like R. Kelly, Cosby, and Hitler. Like those are the safe people to make fun of. And uh, you know who I was just hanging out with, <laughs> Adam Levine. <laughs> and that was a podcast. He cheated on his wife. What you guys have just heard was a bunch of spoken word on a podcast that's finishing right now. Even though it's ending, we still thank you all for spending some time with this podcast. Goodbye, so long and ciao. That was a podcast, and this is the end theme to the podcast that's currently ending. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. That was a podcast. This is a podcast.